With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello, everybody. My hand on uh, favor, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing absent from your lives that are needed. And it's laugh the hump off a of hump day time. You ever have somebody who, <laughs> every time you talk to them, they bring something up, you know, like, uh, did you know that there's a little insect that crawls around on a leaf and eats it? <laughs> well, yeah, I knew that. No, 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 this is a different kind of insect. I can't wait. I got a meeting at the end of the month and, and, uh, we're going to talk about this new insect I found. Woohoo! Right? And every time you talk to them, they're like, man, have you seen one yet? It's little green and yellow and purple and orange, and it's got little fluttery wings, but it doesn't fly. And it eats everything. I've seen it eating everything. Oh, my goodness, you know? And for months, for a whole month, every time you get online, because they watch the same things you do, obviously, if they're your friend, every time you get online, you see a random text or a random comment, you know, like on Twitter. On Twitter, they'll be talking about the new electric car, and you'll see this, hey, everybody, have you seen this animal? And there'll be a picture. <laughs> um, you'll be having a, a live chat, you know, talking about the universe, and there'll be a post. Hey, there's a little green blah, blah, blah with orange and purple, and it's got little wings, but it don't fly, and it eats everything. And for a month, somebody will be posting this stuff. And, you know, here, it might be one of your friends. It might be somebody that just likes the same things you do. But, I mean, it's everywhere for a month. And you know what the irony of that is? That poor guy, whether it be your friend or not, is going to finally get to his little entomology. <laughs> He's going to finally get to his bug meeting. And they're going to have their meeting, and it's going to be going on and on and on. And, and uh, he's going to be really excited and... And uh, finally, it's going to be his turn, you know, like halfway through the meeting, it's going to be his turn and they're going to call on him and he's going to stand up and he says, I have the most amazing find. And then his mind is going to go completely blank. <laughs> and you're going to hear Charlie Brown's teacher, mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs> Poor guy. I mean, he's drove everybody nuts for a month, <laughs> posted everywhere he could. And now he has to get on Twitter and find all of his posts in order to tell everybody what he saw, right? I mean, it, it, people do this all the time. Um, they'll say, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And you got no idea what they're talking about. I mean, honest to goodness truth, you got no idea what they're talking about. They could be talking about the brand new wheel created in, you know, Timbuk, Eastern Turkey. No offense to people in Turkey, but, you know, some city that you've never heard of in a country that you barely know of. And they'll be talking about it for a month. Can't wait to see you. I got something to show you. I want to tell you about this and blah, 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 blah. And for a week, boom you'll hear about it it'll be the only thing they talk about and you're like you know you're it's a friend so you're nice you don't you don't give them too much crap you just let them tell you 
and they tell you all kinds of stuff, you know, and, and we'll wait, I'll give you more details when we get together. And, uh, so, I mean, you hear bits and pieces and they might send you a text that they found this or they found that. And the funny thing about it is, is when you finally get together and you're having your coffee and they're talking, well, what, what you ask them, you say, well, you know, what, what is this thing you found and, and where, and, and you want the details. And they just look at you with a blank face and they start to say something and it comes out, uh, um, uh, and their brain has completely gone blank on the subject that they were going to tell you about. Now, I, I, it never happens to me. I mean, doesn't happen to you all either, I'm sure. But I mean, it's just really funny because I, I like me, there's something that I'm working on. All right. Now, if I'm actively working on something and I've got papers and I'm writing stuff down, I go back and I read my notes and then I look up the next thing and, and I, I actively work on something. It's great. All right. But, you know, I'm just like everybody else. And I'm sure you all do this. I'm just like everybody else. So what happens is, is like I'm doing research and I'm working on something very specific. And over here on the side, I find this tangential. And this tangential is like really interesting, really interesting. I'm like, man, I'm going to have to look that up. But I am so busy doing something else. I forget to make a note. Right. I forget to make a note. And uh, uh, hopefully you all can relate to this. But the whole thing with me is, is like I forget to make a note and I go on with my research and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm doing the other. And, you know, I end up with 10 pages of research and I get all the documentation and who and when and how and all this other stuff. And then I get that done and I do my presentation. A lot of times it's these podcasts. Um, and then I can't remember what it was <laughs> that I wanted to go check out because it was interesting. You know, it'd be different if it was like mundane and not fun and who gives a crap. I mean, it really would. You know, if it was something that, you know, um, how do the ants eat the trees? <laughs> you know, okay, whatever. They got mandibles and they chomp, chomp, chomp. You know, that, that's kind of mundane. It's kind of interesting that they can do it. But uh, the whole thing with me is, is like, this was really interesting. It, it, it piqued my cue enough, <laughs> piqued my interest enough that I actually made a note of it being interesting, but I had to finish what I was already doing. And now I can't remember what it was. And it, it'll drive you nuts for weeks. You'll be like, oh, man, you know, I, I, you'll be asking people, hey, never mind. And then you see somebody else and you, you're like, man, now that person does something related to what I, and, and you want to talk to him, but you got no idea what the heck to ask him, right? <laughs> have you seen any, you know, you get to the point where it's just like, have you seen anything interesting today? In, in, like in the last month, did you see any anything interesting in your field? And they'll give you a whole list of things, that, but it ain't the one thing that you were looking for, right? And it, it'll drive you nuts. It might be three months you'll be trying to figure out what that one thing was. I mean, you'll, you'll do 10 other research projects and 10 other podcasts, or you'll talk to 100 other people. In three months, this thing is driving you nuts because it was interesting, Right? And then finally, you'll go to sleep one night and you'll be sleeping sound as can be. I mean, you'll, you'll be off in la-la land. You'll be sleeping just the way that, you, you know, sleep like you haven't got in three months. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you'll sit up and you go, that's it. And you'll forget to write it down. You go back to sleep. And when you wake up in the morning, you're like, man, you know, uh, 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 <laughs> it's gone again. Um, at some point in time, you're just like, ah, you know, heck with it. I ain't doing this no more, right? right? Um, all kinds of things like that happen. Have you, you know, I talked about walking into a room looking for something. <laughs> you walk into the room and you're like, oh yeah. 
and you get about halfway across the room and you got no idea what you're looking for. Period, exclamation point. You're like, man, hmm. <laughs> Somebody will walk in and you'll walk over and grab an ink pen and stick it in your pocket just to make them think you found what you was hunting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd be one big burly dude with a beard and mustache and you go over and grab a thing of lipstick off the dresser and stick it in your pocket just to make it look like you found what you was hunting for so your wife didn't know what you were looking, you know, you, you completely lost your mind for 10 minutes. Um, it's really funny too because you don't have to be distracted. You can literally get up off the, off the chair and walk straight to the room you're going to and you completely lose. In, in, in 30 feet, maybe 50 feet, you completely lose the whole concept of what you were hunting. You know, you're looking at your feet, make sure you got both your socks. You're making sure you're, you know, is your watch on? I don't wear one, but do I have my watch? Yeah. My glasses are on my face. They're not on top of my head, right? But in 50 feet, you completely lose the whole concept of what you got up to go get. And it's not like you weren't comfortable drinking your coffee, you know, or chatting with somebody or whatever. You just got up to go get it. And then you get to where you know it was at. And you forget what the heck you were going after. Now, isn't that funny? And people do this all the time. And it's not dementia. You know, um, being a parent, <laughs> being a parent sometimes makes that problem worse. Because you'll be in the middle of going to do something. And you hear, blah, 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 blah. I need this or I need that. Or, you know, I'm going to th throw myself down on the floor and have a fit like I'm being swarmed by wasps. So you have to deal with the swarm of wasps and figure out what they want. And then you get that problem taken care of and you forget <laughs> what you were going to do before, right? I mean, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. Um, or you get a phone call or a text message. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be going to take care of something and you get a text message and you're like, oh, well, that's interesting. You know, I got a text message today. It was really interesting. It said something hit Saturn or Jupiter. I, I, don't hold me to it. You can go to uh, spaceweather.com and check it out. Um, but something hit it and made a big white spot on it, so it had to be something substantial. They're saying 100 meters. It's just a little, it's a little rock at 100 meters. 100 meters. That is the size of a football field, y'all. <laughs> and if it's round, <laughs> it's the size of a football field no matter which way you're looking at it. It's a little tiny rock. Don't worry about it. Uh, wait a second now. If a 100-meter rock come flying in at me where I'm standing right now on this planet, um... You know that old saying about bending over and kissing something goodbye? Because a 100-meter rock here, um, yeah, you just imagine a football field coming at you. A whole stadium, boom, not pleasant. Um, it wouldn't be fun to watch either because, like, if you were standing here and you saw it go by you, here's the thing. Now, if you saw it go by you, that means it's low enough it's coming in, and it'd be a nice big long trail. I mean, it'd be pretty. If you were videotaping, it would be the last thing that you showed everybody. Hopefully, you got it up live because when it hits the ground at that size, um, the wave of pressure is going to knock you into the next county, right? You'll be like that poor rabbit behind the airplane. You'll be looking like Superman, but you'll be going backwards with all the dust and debris blowing, blowing along with you. But anyway, yeah, the... the, the, the Astronomer says, oh, it's no big deal. It, was, it, it only had to be about 100 meters. I'm like, holy moly. Only a 100-meter rock. You know, it's like uh, people sit and they watch those fireballs go through the sky. 
you know, fireballs going through the sky. Well, now here's my problem. I know something else that looks like fireballs. And if it's going through the sky and it hits the ground, it's not a very pleasant experience. <laughs> they actually got a trail behind them. And at night, they, they can be blue or orange or yellow, depending on the fuel that's in them. And that trail goes back quite a ways. And when they hit the ground, it's not pleasant. And one of these days, somebody's going to get an unhappy surprise. One of the things are going to be going, shh, and they're going to go, oh, look, it's a bolide. And then, uh, you know, they keep it, it keeps going and going and going. Because <laughs> sometimes they'll go all the way out of your sight, and then all of a sudden you'll see this big boom. Now, it doesn't have to be nuclear. I ain't going that way. But, I mean, even a small, even a small, well, they aren't small rockets anymore. But uh, it's going to leave a trail, and it's going to look like a bolide when it's flying through the atmosphere. <laughs> the things you, you think about when you've got nothing else to think about, right? Because you can't remember that thing that you were trying to think about. Interesting, interesting, too. Um, I got a trail that I'm on all the time, right? And I go up on the trail, and I, I look for tracks because we got elk, and we got rabbits, and we got squirrels and chipmunks and all kinds of other things. So I'm always looking for tracks. And the other day, I come over here, and I see two footprints, all right? And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a bear print, but, you know, this puts me in mind of the, I'm like, oh, no, 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 we're not going to have a gunfight with a bear because I don't have a gun. But anyway, there's two sets of prints on the trail. And one of them is big, and he's got big claws. It's got the thumb tucked in underneath it, you know, just like a bear. <laughs> and then there's a little set of prints that, that would fit in my, the palm of my hand. All right, now, the big prints are bigger in my hand. <laughs> And the little prints would fit in the palm of my hand, and I'm thinking, oh, no, 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 this is not the place that I want to be today. I am not equipped for a gunfight, and a mama bear is not something that I want to play with. So immediately, I get my butt off the trail, right? And then I see people running. Yeah, I see people running down the trail, straight in the direction of mama and baby. <laughs> Even after I told some of the people at the parking lot that they, not a good idea, they were fresh. They weren't here when I went to break. Now, that's two hours difference. Um, sometime in that two hours, mom and baby went through here. And no, if you're jogging in a pair of, well, don't get me wrong, they look good. <laughs> but if you're jogging in a, in a pair of uh, uh, those, those <laughs> <those> painted on <laughs> leggings <laughs> and you've got a top, a top on that, that anyway. If you're jogging in an outfit like that, you are not equipped and you got no bear spray on you. People around here don't understand. There's times of the year that you really should have bear spray if you're anywhere near the river. Because there's fish in them rivers. And there's other things, you know, like fallen trees and stuff like that that the bears like to dig in for ants. But anyway, if you're running down the trail dressed like that um, and you come across the mama bear, um, you know, th that one outfit was so bright, the mama bear would probably just look at it and go, I ain't getting near that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, and then there's a couple of them that <laughs> I hate to borrow a joke. I'm glad they're exercising, but when you got two Volkswagens wrestling with a raccoon to try to get out of a pair of leggings, <laughs> I give I give her the utmost credit in her confidence, and I really, really give her the utmost credit for uh, exercising and doing the right thing. But oh my God, you don't want to watch that go. Yeah, there's a, there's a, don't get mad at me, ladies, but there is this old saying that guys have, and I'm giving, guys, don't get mad at me for giving away our saying. I hate to see her leave, but I love to watch her go. Well, in this case, if you tried to watch her go, you would need to go to the chiropractor because you would have like, like uh, a curvature of the spine 
your neck would be out of place. <laughs> um, and I go back to what I said, you know, people who exercise, I think that's great. I think it's fantastic. But here, here's the other thing I can't figure out. Oh, I walked five miles today while they're sitting at McDonald's eating two burgers and drinking a milkshake and got a soda pop and a large fry. Now, have people just plain lost their minds? You walked five miles today. I mean, you now have two burgers, a large order of fries, a large drink, and a milkshake. <clears throat> That's more food than you need in two days, calorie-wise, even if you do walk five miles both days. Um, I can't figure out why I'm losing weight. Well, you know, when you go to the, the food place and you order a whole pizza and eat half of it your dang self, you better be doing a lot of exercising. And don't get me wrong, newlyweds, <laughs> newlyweds with no kids can burn off some calories. Now, I wouldn't recommend that they go to fast food or pizza joints or whatever, but, you know, you, eat, you, you make a lot of food, you eat a lot of food. And if you happen to be older and, and still the kid, well, two, two options. One, one is you don't have kids and you're older, or your kids are grown up and you're older. Then you can get back to that exercise routine that really burns off calories and makes your relationship fantastic. You know, I got in trouble years and years ago for telling people that you want to fix your relationship, have sex for seven days straight. It's like, oh my God, you can't tell religious people that. Well, you know what? They don't want divorces in the religions, right? And here's my whole argument about logic and rationale. They're already married. They're already married. So me telling them to have sex for seven days straight is a crime? I didn't say have kids. I didn't say go have sex with your secretaries or the guy at work. I said the two of them need to get together and have sex for a week. Why? Because it creates a bond. It reestablishes the bond. Now, if they got kids, I have to use Bill Ingvall saying, when you got kids, it's frantic sex. You know, they talk about mantras and they talk about tantric sex and they talk about enjoying the time together and they talk about all the things that, you know, you can do to make it more pleasurable and last longer and more enjoyable and more connecting. I can, I'm 100% for that. I think everything that you can do in your relationship that's intimate and, and hands-on, <laughs> hands-on, I think anything that you can do in your relationship that makes it better and makes that intimacy real and genuine and shows that you care about each other, I think it's fantastic. But you can't do that when you got three or four or two or three or four kids running around your house that are little. You just ain't got time. They get you up before you're ready to wake up. They stay up late. And if they figure it out, you have no idea what kids' noses can do. I can tell you right now, if you got kids and they figured it out, they can smell mom, especially if she's if she's breastfeeding. They can smell mom and they know when she's fertile. And I can tell you right now, they're going to make sure that they're up late, up early, up in the middle of the night. Nap times are all offset. Why? Because they don't want a competition. They just don't want competition. And they figured it out. See, here's the thing. We smell pheromones and hormones all the time and don't realize it. You ever walk past somebody and go, oh, they smell good, but there's no perfume or anything like that? It's because you have an attraction to their scent. It has nothing to do 
with the perfume they're wearing. As a matter of fact, if they're wearing perfume, you've got no idea what they really smell like. You know? People, people have forgotten the senses that they have. I can smell a bear on the wind at three miles if it's a, if it's a bear. I can smell elk. I can smell deer. I mean, you can smell, you can smell, oh my God, there's some people you can smell five miles away on the wind too. Hey, take a bath. But here's my whole thing. Kids have figured out and they haven't been told any different. See, that's the other thing. They haven't been unconditioned. So what happens is, is you got two kids in the house. Let's say you have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. All right. Now you got mom and dad, which means they get plenty of attention. I mean, they get all the attention they need. It's fantastic, right? But they have not been told that their noses don't work the way that they do. So when they smell that mom, you know, you really love mama and mama really loves you. Well, when you got one kid, you can get by with that, right? And that's how you end up with the second one, of course, in case y'all didn't know that. Um, when you got one kid, you can get around it because that one kid will sleep. It has to sleep, right? But when you got two, they can plot against you. And if you got three, look out. Because what happens is, is they can still smell. They understand how their sense works. So they know when mom is fertile. And uh, anybody who's parents out there, you guys will know. I'm telling you right now, you all will sit, know this and you will be laughing your butts off. Because what do they do when mom is fertile? And you can use a calendar to figure it out. But here's the thing. They don't need a calendar. They smell it. And if you got one that's still breastfeeding, say, uh, you know, a year, 18 months old, Man, they're really onto it because they get that stuff in the milk. And when mom is fertile, they will divide up and conquer. You will have one that stays up until 1.30 in the morning. You will have one that wakes up in the middle of the night, especially if you got three now. But now, you'll have one that stay up at 1.30 in the morning. And then they'll go to sleep. And the minute they go to sleep and get sleeping good, the other one will go, <gasps> and they wake up. Need a drink. Need to go potty. Need a drink. Need to go potty hungry anything they can think of to keep you up until 3 30 in the morning well now it's 3 30 in the morning and you're tired right well that's all right baby we'll go to sleep now and we'll wake up early right <laughs> we'll wake up early i love you mama or i love you daddy you know and you guys are so bent up and twisted right now that you know a quickie in the bathroom might work <laughs> might be all you ever get but anyway here's the thing naturally husband and wife when she's fertile are the most significantly interested in each other i mean it's just the way it works it's subconscious on his part because he smells it and of course she is fertile so here's the thing you get to sleep and you're like man we'll wake up early you set your alarm up a couple hours early so that you got some extra time right and uh 5.30 in the morning, the other one wakes up. Four hours sleeping, raring to go, man. They hit the ground. It's like a dragster that just slipped through all the gears in one go. And that one's, I'm hungry. I want to play. I'm hungry. I need a drink. And, man, they're screaming from the bed or the room or however you got them. Whatever you got them in, you know, cage. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Cage. Cage. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of cages, you know, I, I am a random comedian. I go on tangents all over the place, and I love it because people enjoy it. But have you ever noticed how much a like a prison bar a baby's crib looks like? I mean, if you dip down a little bit and you got a dark-colored wood, if you put them in stripes, <laughs> um, no, 
If you turned it upside down, woohoo! They could scream all they wanted to, and mom and dad would have time. I'm just kidding, just kidding. Anyway, whole point that I'm trying to get at is, is you got two or three kids. Three, man, you're outnumbered. Forget it. Forget it, because, you know, if two, you might have a chance that two of them will be asleep at the same time. If you got three, one will take the early shift, one will take the mid shift, one will take the morning shift, and you're done until mama is no longer fertile. It's just the way it works. You know, a good example, buddy of mine, three kids. He's got one that's 12 months, he's got one that's two and a half years, and he's got one that's four. Now, that's close together, right? But they did it on purpose. He makes good money. They love each other. They love the kids. It's great. It's fantastic. Great family. I love them. Now, here's the problem. Every time, I mean, and they're younger, okay? They're younger, so you know what that's like. We all have been there. Now, I happen to be older, and I'm still that way. <laughs> but, and I know a lot of my friends who are in great shape, great health, that are older. <laughs> We're better now. And that's the other thing. These kids that are listening to me, these younger people that are listening to me, you think you got it made because you got return abilities <coughs> i would wager stamina and knowledge against return abilities any day because uh older people including the women not just the men but the men like to brag about it when they're younger so i'm picking on you all i'll tell you right now stamina and knowledge outworks and outlasts youth and exuberance and that's an old saying but that is true across the board and if somebody is still healthy and older and experienced <laughs> hey, ain't that right you old guys we will show them kids up every time well unless we got two or three kids in the house and then <laughs> it's <laughs> fast and furious down and dirty get this over with oh they're watching tv hurry 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 <laughs> all three of them are asleep we got 15 minutes <laughs> um it's horrible but it's true and you know the three of them will work uh, like i said they'll work first shift second shift and third shift first shift is up until 1 30 or 2 o'clock in the morning why because the other ones are now asleep they have figured it out and they have gone to sleep early the other two went to bed at 10 o'clock just like they were supposed to or nine o'clock or whatever, you know, but that third one, oh, no, 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 no. Let's say, you know, you got different shifts for different families, but let's just say you're on a regular shift and the babes go to bed at eight thirty, nine o'clock. All right. So the first two, man, they're tired. They want change. They're ready. They get me a drink. Let me go to bed. So they're in bed at nine o'clock and asleep. The third one, on the other hand, is bouncing up and down and running around, Ooh, ah, yeah. right? The third one crashes. <coughs> Number two realizes that the third one is now asleep. Ah! Mom and dad, you know, had just started getting undressed and slipping into the bedroom quietly. Drink, hungry, bathroom. Ah. <coughs> so the second one takes the next shift, and that might last from midnight to three o'clock. Now, granted, they only had you know three or four hours of sleep, but they're ready to go for three hours because they know they got three hours to cover. You know, it's like that substitute job you get where you know you got three hours on the machine. Oh, please hurry, hurry! I can't stand this. This is not my job. Well, that's the way they are, you know, and they were upset about having to be up to make sure mom and dad don't have any time together. So they really make it work. Ah, you know, you might have four swarms of wasps in three hours. 
even though you gave them exactly what they wanted. Well, that one crashes. So you get that one picked up. Oh, I love you. I love you. Take them and put them in their bed, right? And you get them laid down and they're out cold and they're all happy dappy. You give them a little stuffed animal and cover them up. Mom and dad now, it's three o'clock in the morning. Uh, uh, uh. You lay down to go to sleep because you're too tired at this point. <laughs> we'll see about tomorrow. You get to sleep for about an hour. <laughs> maybe we'll wake up early before work and take care of business. You know, maybe. Uh, I love you, baby, but I'm exhausted. I worked today. You took care of the kids. Yeah, we're just tired. You get to sleep for an hour and a half, and that first one that slept straight through, <laughs> he wakes up at 5.30 in the morning. I'm hungry. Let's go. You know, and I, that's what I said. He's a dragster now. The oldest, let's say the oldest one's a boy just for the sake of beans. He's the oldest. He went from first gear to full-on dragster with a fuel all the way up before you even heard him. <laughs> so you've gotten an hour and a half of sleep. You and mama didn't get no cuddles, or you and daddy didn't get no cuddles. And now you've got the oldest of the group, <laughs> who is one of them that you really have to, you know, the, the little ones need changed, and they need this and that and the other. But the oldest one, man, you know, if he's hungry, <laughs> you're going to be feeding him. Because he's growing like a weed and, and there's like an empty space between his gut and his feet. And they just fill up. Um, and it's going to be on. Here we go. Read the books. And see. Spot. Run. <laughs> yeah, Red was walking through town. <laughs> I don't like... <laughs> Green eggs and ham. Uh, one foot. Two foot. And then your alarm goes off. It's time to go to work. <laughs> Kids are ready to get up. The other two are, ah, and they're in fifth gear. And, you know, they know what's up. So when them other two finally do wake up and you're about to go to work, Man, they hit the ground on mama, and they hit the ground in fifth gear, and they're driving them, you know, super sopped up Toyota race cars that go up the mountains. Because they're going to wear mama out before you get home tonight. I mean, that's just the way it is, y'all. That's just just the way it is. And if if you uh, haven't ever experienced it, wait until you have kids. Um, if you've had kids, you're laughing your butts off because you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, Bill Ingball, I, I, I love his humor. And uh, this is kind of a tribute to him in my own way. But he's absolutely right. When you got kids, forget tantric sex. Forget all the cuddling and loving and all that other stuff. The kids are on the swing set. Come on, we got 10 minutes. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's just, just the way life is, y'all. And, uh, you know, it's, it's that thing that people just don't look at things the way that comedians do if you can see the humor in it then uh everything's funny i mean it's just the way it is everything's funny it doesn't matter you know i stubbed my toe oh my god it, it's not funny when it happens but uh it is kind of funny when you look back at the faces you made and looking at you know looking at oh uh, or like the thumb flying off and hitting the guy yeah, the thumbnail you know now if the thumb flew off and hit him i might give him an excuse you know, you're cutting a piece of wood and the thumb flies over and hits the guy in the face and he throws. I could, I could understand that. 
that's not funny. You know, I, there are some weird, really strange things that happen through, through your life. And, and it's a lot of times reality is stranger than fiction. Y'all ever run a chainsaw? Y'all ever run a chainsaw or see somebody running a chainsaw? I'm going to tell you the strangest thing that ever happened to me. I had my leg up on a log. All right. Now I got my leg up on a log and I am cutting the log. And I have used a chainsaw a long, long time. I know that it's going to kick, and I know there's other things that'll happen. I know that you got to make sure you lube the bar while you're cutting the. And you, you just got to be careful. And I'm a cutting this log, and and I'm an old-fashioned kind. I, I I see saw it back and forth just like you would a saw if you were actually cutting with a with a handsaw, because you know you just want it to slide right through there nice and easy. You don't want to push it too much because you'll dull your blade and bend your bar and all all, all those things. I'm telling y'all just in case you don't know this. But I just take it nice and easy, nice and easy, and that thing bounced up. Now, I don't know what I hit. I looked it over really good. I didn't see any knots. I mean, you don't run a chainsaw through a knot. You just don't. And try not to run it through joints either because you know that that's going to be a, a gross spot with a different shape. But here's the weird thing. That thing bounced up. Just out of nowhere, bounced up. And it hit my, I felt it hit the top of my knee. Now, here's the thing. My knee, my foot is on that log to stabilize it. I felt the chainsaw hit the top of my knee. Literally. I mean, you know, about three inches. You know, you bend your leg and you look about three inches in, maybe four. I felt that chainsaw hit. And you know that I didn't have time to let go of that trigger because it bounced hard and fast. But here's the funny thing. I felt it hit my leg. I felt it hit my shoe. I had my boots on with my steel toes. But here's the thing. I had a little nick on my pant leg. Just a little nick. Well, you know, it looked like maybe uh, you got caught on a on a barb while you're out in the woods. Just a little nick. Like I got caught in some briars or brambles or something. You know, you know how it pulls that little thread out? That's what I had. My shoe. It literally cut all the way through the, the toe of my shoe. Until, I, you know, until obviously I got let go of it. it. It actually put a stripe across the top of my shoe where the steel toe was at. I have a question for you all. And this is what's funny about it. How did that thing hit my pant leg that far in, about four inches, and end up down there on the toe of my shoe? Is that funny? I find it amazing. But it's, good, it's a good thing to share with y'all. Because we take for granted that things are, are the way they are. And they aren't, they aren't always that way. You know, oh my God, it's horrible, it's terrible. It's God awful. He fell in the water and hit his head. Well, yeah, you know, hitting your head sucks. But did you see his face? <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Allergies again. <laughs> but did you see his face as he tripped and slipped and fell? He didn't get, you know, and the other thing is, I'm not talking about somebody who got hurt and had to go to the hospital. I'm just talking about one of your foolish friends drinking too much, thinking he was going to go rock skipping. And he makes all them faces as he's going down. Did you get that on camera? You know, did you get it on video? Anybody get a picture of that face? I mean, how many of you all seen this? Oh, you know, here, hold my beer. <laughs> I hate that joke, but it's true. People do the stupidest things. You know, you get somebody that's just wanting to talk to you, wanting to talk to you, and, and you finally meet them at the bar. And uh, they've had a couple of drinks. Not bad, they're not sloppy. They just had a couple of drinks and they've been talking to everybody around them and having a good time. And you get there late because, you know, you, you got kids and they were plotting against you, getting out for the night. 
Anyway, so you, you finally meet your friends at the bar, and he's got something he's been dying to tell you all day. Just wait until I see you tonight. Just wait until I see you tonight. You sit down, and you're like, me, can you get me some coffee? I'll pay you extra to make me a pot. I mean, I don't drink, y'all. I don't need it, don't want it. Anyway, uh, can you make me a pot of coffee? Here's 20. And, uh, you know, I got coffee all night. They know. But here's the whole thing. You sit down at that table, and he's... Uh, He's, he's like he's impatient because you had to go ask the bartender to make coffee he's just dying to tell you what, what whatever i mean he's been harassing you all day i can't wait to see you man i got something really important i got something man it's just gonna be amazing you sit down and you get your cup of coffee and he's got his beer and, and you guys are chatting about what went on during the day and how why you're so late because the kids were plotting against you because they knew mom was <laughs> fertile and she they start talking about their thing and you lean over and you say okay well what and he looks at you he goes uh 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 i forgot <laughs> anyway y'all i hope you enjoyed laugh the hump off a of hump day i'm sorry it's late today well things happen you know things happen but i got it up it'll be up shortly and uh i'm doing this live by the way with just me and the trees and the river and uh i hope you had fun and uh, I like giving you guys something to laugh at because <laughs> Lord knows we don't have enough to laugh at <laughs> except for ourselves. What was that I was going to say? Oh, Mahay and I, everybody, favor. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing absent from your lives that's needed. And if you need some healing, get to meditating. Fastest way to get it done. As always, y'all are appreciated.